Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about beyond our control. That's correct, beyond our control. At least that's the assessment of these UFOs by Representative Tim Burchard. And I tell you, the more I hear about this guy, the more I like him. This first article comes to us from Washington Examiner. It says, House Investigator Warns UFOs Are Beyond Control in Our Military Airspace. And it's written by Julia Johnson, dated today, July 5th, 2023. It says, Representative Tim Burchard, Republican from Tennessee, believes unidentified flying objects need to be taken more seriously and that both Congress and the public have a right to know about them. In an interview with the Washington Examiner, Birchwood expressed concern that we have something that we do not control in our military airspace. Sean M. Kirkpatrick, the director of the Department of Defense's All-Domain Anomaly Research Office, that's AERO, tested before Congre- testified before Congress in April. He told the Senate Armed Services Committee at the time that the DOD was tracking over 650 potential cases of unidentified aerial phenomena. And we know we've talked a little bit about the tracking they've done. It sounds like it's pretty uh, surface-oriented, let's say. This number marks a large increase from the more than 350 cases revealed in the UAP report that was given to Congress in January by the Director of National Intelligence. So they've got 300 more cases they've come up with in just a few months. While some of his colleagues may brush off UFOs as silly, Bertrand says it is at the top of the importance ladder. Saturday will mark the 76th anniversary of the Roswell incident in New Mexico, an event that remains under a shroud of mystery. In 1947, a rancher reported seeing a flying disc to the sheriff. It was located roughly 100 miles from Roswell Army Airfield. The next day, a press release went out stating that the U.S. Army Air Forces had recovered a flying saucer from the property. Later, the military said the debris was from a crashed weather balloon. Fascination and mystery have continued to follow the story three-quarters of a century later. At 76 years later, we still haven't got the answers that we're looking for. But the story's changed multiple times. You know, they've come out, I think, back in the early 90s and, and came up with the idea that, this, that the bodies were some sort of crash uh, test dummy. Well, nobody said anything about crash test dummies when they first came out and said it was a weather balloon. So as people uncover more evidence, as more eyewitnesses come forward, then the government, the deep state, feels compelled to create more lies to cover up for the truth is what it seems. You know, they say the truth never has to change, but the lie has to change constantly. So what's the truth here? Well, we have this original story at Roswell, you know. We all know it. We've been through it, you know, a dozen times in this podcast. It's basically the same story that we've heard all along. You may have another witness come forward here and there, but it's all corroborated. Uh, Some of them more believable than others, but still pretty much the same story. With the government's explanation of everything, it seems like it changes every few years. And we're not getting answers on it. I saw just last week where Biden refused to release the files on the Kennedy assassination, the same way Trump did, the same way Obama did, the same way, you know, I'm sure that Clinton did, and both the Bushes and Carter. They're not forthcoming with the truth. That's pretty clear by now. Later, the military said the debris was from a crashed weather balloon. Fascination and mystery have continued to follow the story three quarters of a century later. However, the topic has rarely been brought up in Congress until recently. 
The House Oversight Committee has stated its intention to hold a hearing on the issue as well as a recent whistleblower who says that the government has not been forthcoming with Congress. Burchard and Representative Anna Polina Luna, Republican Florida, are leading the committee's investigation into UFOs, which are officially referred to as UAPs. Burchard confirmed that they are in the planning stages of the hearing, but the congressman said he is not at liberty to divulge any information on dates and witnesses. He further said that when the witness list is published, you'll see the naysayers try to discredit them as they've done with me. You know, I think this is really could be a watershed moment here. The deep state, he calls it naysayers. I would say that the, the deep state and the hired debunkers have tried to deperson a U.S. congressman. And the problem is the U.S. congressman they're trying to deperson appears to be an honest man and a man of integrity. And just like I said, what the truth just stays the same. It's just there. It is. The lie always has to change to, to try to cover up the truth as more facts are revealed. And you can kind of see the strategy here. Burchard's just being Burchard. He's just being the guy that wants to get to the truth. He doesn't have to, he doesn't have to change his story. He just says, disclosure, disclosure, disclosure. And you can just see the mud being slung at him. It, it does give me some hope. I never thought I'd see a guy like this in Congress that they didn't, that they weren't able to intimidate or blackmail. David Charles Grush, a 36-year-old decorated former combat officer in Afghanistan, recently came forward about information that he says has been withheld illegally from Congress. Grush did work for both the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency and the National Reconnaissance Office. Now, just keep in mind, you know, these are big-time intelligence agencies that he worked for. As recently as last summer, he served as the NGA's co-lead for analysis of UAPs and represented the task force. According to him, information about intelligence operations that work to retrieve both intact and partially intact crafts of non-human origin have been concealed from Congress and the public. So it's not just you that's not in the club. As George Carlin would say, it's a big club and you ain't in it. Well, guess what? It turns out Congress isn't in it either. Not this club. The whistleblower maintains that discoveries of this nature have been made for decades by both the United States and allied governments as well as defense contractors. Yeah, you know, we heard some noise out of, uh, out of uh, Canada, I think, a week or two ago about this. Bertrand said that he believes it was a five-I stuff. Bertrand said that he believes what Gresh is saying. I think he's telling the truth. I think there's a lot that's going to be out there. I think the interesting thing you're going to find out, though, is the Pentagon and all of our research institutions, you see them kind of warming up to it. And the reason they are is they're smelling dollars. And I think there'll be an honest effort to discredit him, the Tennessee Republican said. So, Bertrand, he's putting it out here, man. He's saying, yeah, I believe this Grush. Well, a lot of people have questions about Grush. His body language seems a little bit off, but it could just be because he's under such intense pressure. I mean, he could be the world's most advanced limited hangout, too. I'm still withholding uh, judgment on this guy because he hasn't really been able to tell us anything that we haven't already suspected or didn't already know. But at least he's there. At least he's focusing attention on it. Now, Butcher points out that, yeah, the Pentagon, they're talking about it, too, but it's because they're looking for funding. So... He's basically telling you, they know what they've got, they know the cards they're holding, and they're going to use that to try to get more money extracted from the U.S. taxpayers. For Burchard, it isn't difficult to think the government might be with, might be holding something back. He says, they've been holding stuff back since Roswell in 47, he said, 
and maybe prior to that. I would say back before World War One, even Civil War. There's enough witnesses, enough qualified pilots, astronauts, literally heroes of ours, that have come forward about things, and so I think it's pretty evident that the government is covering up, the congressman said. And the reason we don't have any of that information now is a lot of it is so compartmentalized, the people that could connect the dots are long gone. Ask what reason the government might have for covering these discoveries up, Bertrand suggested, greed and power. Well, yeah, greed and power, money. What's money? Well, the love of money is the root of all evil. And I think we've got a lot of evil in some of these deep state departments. It's just a natural thing. In the past, Pentagon officials have said some of the information regarding UFOs must remain secure for reasons pertaining to national security. But the congressman said that's, that's the way they cover it up. He suggested that if these objects were from adversaries such as Russia and China, they would wield them publicly. It's not the Russians or the Chinese, because we know if it was the Chinese, they would own us, he said. If it was Russia, Putin, with his ego, he would he sure wouldn't be stumbling in Ukraine right now. Bingo. Bingo, Congressman Burchard. If it was China, yeah, they'd be, they'd be walking tall right here in the U.S. right now. If it was Russia, yeah, Ukraine would have been subjugated completely. We're talking about uh, people that rule like dictators, uh, egomaniacs. They're not, they're not abiding a free America, a thorn in their side, if they have this kind of technology, okay? Just not going to happen. So, yeah, he's right on the money. These things, it's, it's just defies common sense that these things would be made by any other country on earth. And I'm just so happy that uh, Representative Birch is in there slugging away. I I wish that somebody close to Representative Burchard would make him aware of the two million pictures of the moon that NASA refuses to release. That would be a nice start. I mean we wouldn't have to we wouldn't have to talk about uh, national security or you know uh, nuclear annihilation or anything like that. We could just order uh, NASA to release those files online so we could all have a nice look at the moon. I mean, NASA's doing all kinds of shady stuff. You know, look at their pictures of the planet Mars. They, for years, have been coming back with red skies. Now they come back with blue skies. And they say, well, we're adjusting the sky color so uh, it's easier to see the terrain. I don't know. Just be forthcoming about this stuff. Yeah, we could start with the pictures from NASA. Moon pictures, pictures of Mars, whatever photos that NASA has taken of any of these uh, any of these objects in our solar system or outside, those photos all need to be released in the raw. We don't need photo touch-ups. We don't need people messing with them. Just release the pics. Release the pics. And that would be a nice uh, first step in disclosure. Because if you can't release uh, pictures of the moon for crying out loud... How are we ever going to get disclosure about wrecked alien spacecraft and dead alien bodies? Now, there's one other short little article here about Representative Burchard, and I just think this uh, speaks to the man's character. I'm sorry to be such a fanboy his, but, you know, if we've got one good congressman or one good congresswoman like Burchard and uh, Luna in here trying to get this stuff released, even the gal on the Democrat side, is it Gilderbrand? Uh, 
then we should support him, regardless of the party. We should respo- we should support the efforts that they're putting forward. I don't have a lot of hope that anything's going to come of it, but when you see people at least having hearings, it, at, at the very least, it's getting this stuff out into public discussion. And that is a big first step. It says, uh, this article is from Post apocalyptic media congressman pushes to declassify uaps after seeing compelling ufo evidence and that's a big step he's trying to get he's trying to get this stuff declassified at least and like i said i i would highly suggest to congressman burchard to declassify the nasa photos that might even be easier to do a congressman is now pushing to declassify information about uaps after he was presented with compelling Classified evidence of UFOs. Think about that. Compelling classified evidence of UFOs. I, I would hope that all of the debunkers out there who constantly just flood the pages of Twitter with, quite frankly, a lot of times nonsense, mixed in with a few decent questions. If they would just consider that phrase, compelling classified evidence of ufos his move comes after david grush the ufo whistleblower alleged that he has spoken to multiple witnesses with first-hand evidence that the united states is hiding a secret alien craft retrieval and reverse engineering program others in congress have backed up grush's claims says representative tim burchard filed an amendment to declassify some uap reports Get something out there, at least. The National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2024 is currently the source of quite a few UAP-related amendments in both the House and the Senate. This is how you get stuff through. You hold their money hostage before, so that they have to do what you're telling them to do. Like you, you got this huge defense bill. You put this amendment in there forcing them to release something. Now, that's no guarantee they'll do it. They've defied Congress plenty of times. But at some point, maybe we'll get enough people in there like Representative Burchard and Representative Luna to to uh, force some consequences on these people for defying Congress. Representative Tim Burchard has filed a proposed amendment to H.R. 2670 seeking declassification of certain UAP reports. The House of Representatives has a list of all the field amendments on its webpage here, and, you can, and I'll have the link at the Buy Me a Coffee website. Shout out to all the people that have supported me on that Buy Me a, Web, Buy Me a Coffee website. It really helps the program because this is not a job for me. This is just a hobby, and any little bit of support that I get from there means a ton. So thank you, guys. More than and gals, more than 1,000 amendments have been produced to the House Rules Committee, and not all will be considered on the floor. The Rules Committee has said that it will meet the week of July 10th to determine amendments will move forward to the floor for consideration. June 30th was a deadline for filing amendments. And then it has a list of it here. Uh, it says, not later than 180 days after the date of the enactment of this act, the Secretary of Defense shall declassify any documents and other records in the possession of the Department of Defense relating to publicly known sightings of unidentified aerial phenomena. In this section, the term publicly known sighting of unidentified aerial phenomena means a sighting of an unidentified aerial phenomena about which there is information available in the public domain prior to the classification of documents and records required under subsection A. And then, think about this. 
you have people that are having sightings, right? And then the DOD comes along and creates classified reports regarding those sightings. It's it's controlling the narrative. It's after the fact or classifying stuff. We've already seen it. So well, what are you doing? Trying to just shut people up from talking about it? The amendment is titled Declassified of Certain Reports of Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. The proposed amendment goes on to read that no later than 180 days after the National Defense Authorization Act is enacted, the Secretary of Defense should declassify any documents and other records in the possession of the Department of Defense relating to publicly known sightings of unidentified aerial phenomena. He then defies publicly known sightings of unidentified aerial phenomena as meaning a sighting of an unidentified aerial phenomena about which there is information available to the public domain prior to the declassification of documents and records required in a subsection A. Yeah, well, that's a start. Interestingly, that definition could declassify quite a bit of information such as the UFOs that were shot down in February and still remain a mystery, covered up. Unfortunately, not every proposed amendment will ultimately make it to the House floor. On Twitter, D. Dean Johnson said they don't think this one is going to make it. Hopefully it does. Well, I guess we could hope people would contact their congressman and tell them to include this. Burchard has seen compelling evidence that leaves him 100% sure UFOs are out there. It says, Burchard filed this proposal after saying that he has seen compelling evidence leaving him 100% certain that something unusual truly is going on in the UFO realm. And that's got a link here to an interview that was done. Yeah, I, that's a really good article, I think. Like I said, I'll put that on the Buy Me a Coffee website. Take a look at it. You can watch the interview. Uh, very, I mean, this is some good news. I report a lot of news. People think that I'm cynical and grumpy sometimes. But I would check this into the um, happy column. Even if this amendment doesn't get through, it's nice to know that we have an ally in Congress or a couple of allies that truly are trying to make a difference. Will they make any difference? Who knows? But like I said, maybe... Maybe they'll drive a wedge here somewhere. Now, this this uh, amendment that Representative Bircher's calling for, I would say probably won't make it because they're going to say, hey, we can't talk about the things we shot down because they'll they'll come up with some uh, malarkey that they were spy advanced spy machines from Russia or China. I'll tell you what he could get released, and that's the moon pics. He could get those NASA pictures of Mars released, I think. There's got to be other classified, other other stuff that NASA is just uh, stubbornly and, and you know, I think just almost uh, unethically hanging on to pictures. I mean, you, like I said, two main pictures from the mid-1990s held by NASA that they won't release. What is could possibly be a valid reason for doing that? I think that if Representative Burchard can go in there and he can get some of these pictures liberated from NASA, that might be uh, a, the, the wedge that opens this whole thing up. Because these guys aren't acting alone. The Department of Defense and all these different intelligence agencies and NASA, they're, act, they're acting in concert to prevent disclosure. Okay, they're overclassifying stuff. They're hiding stuff, and and you can you can debate all day long why they're doing it, but you can't debate that it's happening because it's, clearly it is. So my 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 feeling here is you got somebody like Representative Bircher, go in there and get the low hanging fruit first. It's going to be hard to get this UFO stuff declassified, but I honestly believe that you could get some of these images that 
NASA has refused to release classified because they're going to have an awfully hard time uh, demonstrating why releasing pictures of the moon would be a threat to national security. And if they are a threat to national security, then I think we've got a lot more evidence here uh, than a go fast or a tic-tac. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out. Thank you.